0: Hey there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I seriously love every conversation I get to have with folks as I get to sit down and hear a bit about their lives, how who they are, and what they bring to those around them in their homes, in their work, is having a meaningful impact in the world. In this episode, you're going to get to hear from Adam Hull, who's my down the street neighbor. If you know him, you know he brings so much joy and enthusiasm to all that he does. Recently, he started his own company, and I love hearing about how much joy it's bringing him as he uses his developer and also individualist strength to help his clients steward their finances intentionally. He also shares about the journey of loss that he and his wife, Corey, experienced as they lost their precious daughter, Brooklyn, when she was only three months old. I appreciate his tender, vulnerable heart as he, as he talks about how much she left such a mark on their whole family. As a father of six now, as he says, three on the ground, two in the queue, and one in heaven, you can see how his presence as a father matters tremendously. You'll hear a bit about the delight he has in his three spunky, kind-hearted, and whimsical children. As always, if you find this episode helpful, please say review, rate, and subscribe. And also if you want to learn more about you and your strengths, or even your team or your family's strengths, I would love to connect with you. You can email me at Barbara G. at gmail.com. I found that learning about your top five Clifton strengths can be a great way to step into living more moments doing what you're made for. Hope you enjoy my conversation with Adam. I am super excited for you to hear from my neighbor and friend down the street, Adam Hull. Welcome, Adam.
1: Hey, Barbara. Thanks for having me. It's a treat.
0: Oh, this is super fun. I am excited. I would love for you to just begin by introducing yourself, who you are, where you live, and what you do.
1: All right. Well, like you said, my name is Adam Hull. I am um, 38. I've been married to Corey for 15 years. We live down the street from you, which is super fun, and we have three kids at home right now, an eight-year-old Lydia, five-year-old, excuse me, six-year-old Gwen, our son, and then four-year-old Tessa, and then Corey is pregnant with two boys, Oh, so that's... uh, Yeah. And then we also have a daughter who, our first daughter who passed away, who would be about 10 years old. And I'm sure we'll get into talking about her. Her name's Brooklyn. Um, So yeah. So the total of six kids, three on the ground right now, two in Q and um, (laughs) one. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, as Warren and I were chatting this morning, we were saying, you know, like y'all are like the cul-de-sac captains, I mean, we just love being on the same cul-de-sac with y'all. We both are at different ends. There's kind of like two parts of our cul-de-sac, two cul- ends of the cul-de-sac. And literally, you know that y'all are like rock stars. It's like kind of everybody, everything gravitates to the Hulls' house. With especially Lydia, she's kind of the boss of the block, wouldn't you say? Uh,
1: I I would. I would completely agree with that. She she knows everybody. She's engaged with the kids, the adults, the dogs, she, everything. The chickens, she, like everything.
0: <laughs> she is like such a fun experience anytime. We we love that they come and knock on our door and that they're always wondering if there's cookie dough in the freezer and sometimes we just have
1: to make some Which more. There always is. With I mean, I call you like, you're like a miniature Betty Crocker. Like you... you <laughs> You've always got bacon going on down here. So well, it is it, super fun.
0: It's very fun to have them, their liveliness. And I especially enjoyed making the moon cake with Lydia recently. That was a very big adventure. So that was for a little project for school or what? what was the purpose of that cake?
1: Yeah, so Corey is quite the rock star. She homeschools our kids. And I mean, our younger two kids have been in a pre K, a church nearby. But Lydia, she's been homeschooling ever since COVID. And Corey used to be a teacher before kids professionally. And so she's always, I'd say she definitely feels called to be a teacher. And integrating that into being a mom has been a fun adventure for her. And so, that's a long way of saying this was a, there's a one day a week co op that she goes to with the kids and they had an end of the year, they had been done some space stuff and we had a field trip to NASA and there was a baking kind of theme contest for the kids and it was around, the theme was around like space. And so she wanted to do a moon cake and you were, the right person for the job
0: <laughs> since sometimes mother daughter things can be stressful a little bit i know how that can be but it was so fun and i never i mean she's got the skills you know in everything she does and she had the equipment and like turned the cake around for icing and I'm like whoa i need one of those and we made the like moon rocks with some gray some little chocolate thing we melted. Anyway, it was a really fun experience doing that with her. And I hear it didn't really win, but whoever got the, to take the cake home, it was lots and lots of sugar. So hopefully they enjoyed a bite of it at least. So,
1: yeah, no, I, I would say again, that's probably, I mean, it's a, it's a blast for us to be able to live on the same street as you guys. And, and we just have a lot of flexibility with um our kids' schedules um homeschooling, and so it's fun to get to integrate them and them be a part and you guys are welcoming too so much I mean you guys are so hospitable and have people over all the time to to be able to kind of fold them in and get to experience other people and of different generations and all of that kind of stuff and you guys just love our kids so well, so it's awesome to yeah get the, yeah. for them to get to experience that.
0: Well, and it'll be really, really fun when there's two new little babies there soon too.
1: That'll be yeah, great. Very excited.
0: Well, I would love to hear um, what your top five Clifton strengths are, um, and a little bit kind of where you, when you first learned about them and how you feel like they're showing up in your life.
1: Sure. Yeah. So my um, top five are woo, communication, positivity, developer, and individualization. And I would say, I think I can't remember the first time I took this. Oh, 2019. I have a deal here. So I, yeah, this, I think we were talking a little bit before and I didn't talk about what I do. So I, I have my own company, which is a kind of like a multifamily office, which is kind of an internal, I mean, it's kind of a, industry term but we're we're a flavor of wealth management and we really it's been a big journey and as i was kind of as i've looked at these strengths when i started i've been in the industry for 13 years but i started my own firm in october of 2022 so just a little bit ago and i've gotten to I now get to work with some of our mutual friends, which is super cool. They're my employees, and it's such a joy. But the the thing that I I think kind of starting at the end and from a high level view is I really and this probably plays into my developer and individualization strengths. I I genuinely believe that God's wired all of us uniquely for a unique purpose and a big part of life is trying to figure out like, why do you have me here? Like, why why do you have me in this city? Why do you, why am I doing the things that I, like, why do I, for example, for me, like why, I thought I was going to go into ministry early on. And I thought that that was, I was going to be like a super Christian. And like that was the best way to do that. (laughs) And when that didn't work out, I, it was really hard for me, but then I really kind of Said, wait a second. Like, I really love spreadsheets, and I really love people, and that's a weird thing for me that's to reconcile. An interesting and, combination. Yeah, <laughs> that's it great. is. Um, but like, that's I, I'm uniquely wired like that, and and I mean, I'm sure there are other people that like both of those things, but I really have leaned into those realities over the years, and probably for the last like 15 years, really kind of trying to figure out, like, okay, God, what do you want me to do on? earth with my time with my talents and so again kind of fast forwarding a big part of what we do at our firm brookline wealth is we really help people kind of walk through this journey of like why do they have their wealth so we we do strategic and tactical things that help people mitigate taxes and and they get to you know do some cool investments and things like that but i mean Honestly with the the majority of our clients they have a, a lot of wealth that I mean frankly they won't, they won't run out of money and so it's a different conversation and I get to work with about it's I think we're 25 26 families and and so we're constantly in this conversation around like why do you have these resources why are you in central texas or wherever they may live and what what why are you drawn to give towards certain things, or what are you drawn to give to, and why would you do an investment? And so there's this lot of this kind of qualitative conversation, and so it's been really fun to start my own firm and get to kind of lean into like, th- there's nothing wrong with the the way that God's wired me, and in fact, it turn- as it turns out, there's there's a you know a market for people that want somebody like me and the, the you know my awesome three employees. To come alongside them and help them again, be tactical, get stuff done. We absolutely do a great job at covering all the details, but also sit in these conversations that are highly emotional. Money is very a very emotional topic, and so we really draw out like the emotion that's sitting alongside the kind of tactical decision. And so for me, that's it's been a fun thing for some. the, the strengths to kind of call out and put a name to this reality that I love drawing out how my clients and my employees are all wired uniquely and really helping them thrive and flourish with wherever they are. And so as it turns out, there's people that want to have us serve them in that capacity and people that want to work in this type of environment. And so that's that's a really fun reality for me that i didn't have to kind of create a firm or jump into like a big machine like a big kind of nationwide firm or whatever but really kind of have gotten to lean into and develop a place that i love working and and get to work with some amazing incredible families and so i i would just say that as i've learned more about these this strength finders and these strengths. I mean, I think people have said I have woo, have had woo for a long time, and my father in law called me enthusiasm, which was pretty funny at our um,
0: <laughs> yeah
1: at our wedding in his speech. Um, and that was like, I mean, I, I, I think I've seen that. i from little things that I've done from a little kid and communication. Like I've always probably like Lydia, and that I've, I've just had had no problem talking to adults and getting stuff done and having fun and carrying a conversation, anyone from any age from, you know,
0: yeah,
1: eight months to 85 years old. So, but the developer and individualization, I would say has been a really fun thing for me to get to see called out through the Strength finders and then also um, mm-hmm. just lean into them more in my business. And I'm also, it also applies as I kind of wrestle with being a father and like, how do I do that with my kids too? So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh
0: gosh I love I love hearing that it, like you said even kind of seeing the things that you do so easily that you didn't even know like oh yeah that's what I'm doing with your mm. developer individualization and that that's what's exciting to me is when I talk with people of helping I mean some people are kind of just doing what they're made to do with their strengths but sometimes other people it's like oh I really need to do more of this thing of whatever it is, but I think it's exciting to see just this new step with your company and just these opportunities of really investing in these clients. And what a gift for them to have you coming alongside of them with all, all that you offer and bring. That's really I love hearing that. Well I would love, like you said, turn the corner of a little bit. Like I know Father's Day is around the corner and I I think of, again, a little bit more of the tidbits I see of you as a dad in real life. Sometimes, not not every day, but just on the cul de sac. But, um, but what what have you been seeing, or what do you enjoy as you get to parent your darling children? And um, I mean, we could even start with back up even your journey. At the beginning with Brooklyn,
1: sure. Yeah. So, for context, in 2000, gosh, it was 2012. So Brooklyn was born at 20 weeks. We found out she had a hole in her heart, and the doctors kind of had teased that hey, it could be one of the trisomies, which Down syndrome, me 21. That's probably the most familiar one to people. It could be 13 or 18, and those are a little more complicated and et cetera, et cetera. And so we were just I mean, brand new parents were young, like this is crazy. We don't like want to go and test and figure that out. It's not gonna change the course of the pregnancy for us. And like we just like, let's just figure this out. And they said, okay, you're gonna probably have open heart surgery at six weeks to six months. And so fast forward to labor and delivery, Corey has a very intense emergency C section and this like this whole thing and Brooklyn's heart drops off really fast mm-hmm. and they have to grab Brooklyn. I mean, within like two minutes, I mean, it was so fast. And, and then I got to see Brooklyn and that was really, really cool. And it was a surprise. I don't know if you know this Barbara, but she, uh, her gender was a surprise to us. And so there was oh. looking back on it. That was like a sweet thing for us. Cause there was a lot of, a lot of unknowns that weren't so sweet that we discovered over the next, you know, couple of months, but that was just a, fun, sweet surprise. And so so Brooklyn, to try to t- make a long story short, She, we had to go to Dell Children's here in Austin. And at a week old, they diagnosed her with trisomy 18, which is a life-limiting condition. And they basically said, hey, think we think you've got probably another week with her. And so it was mm-hmm. super devastating. And we got really... Yeah. I mean, it was... I mean, just so much. First-time parents, super young, all this stuff. It was very, very fast, and we were having to make a lot of decisions. Dad, we didn't really feel equipped to make, honestly, either. But the Lord was gracious, and, and we were able to make them. But the also part of that grace is that Brooklyn stabilized at about a month, so she lived past that initial or her second week that they kind of thought she might pass in. And Mm -hmm. at a month we were able to take her home on hospice. And so we were living in a different part of Austin at the time. And um, that was a really sweet time. So we had her home on hospice for three months in our house Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: I got to be kind of, I got to be caretaker. And so I think it was, it felt really good for me. Like I, I, I had, Tasks and I got really. One of my heroes is Doctor Bill Caldwell, who our son, Wins, middle name is Caldwell after him. He is a pediatrician, and he, as we walked into our first pediatrician appointment, he grabbed my arm, and he's like a really brilliant guy. He was like a army sniper, like he's just like this, but just this tender, sweet like grandpa figure, and mm-hmm. he was rounding out his career and about to retire. But he he grabbed my arm and said, hey, you take care of her. And I, and he was pointing at Corey, like he's like, you need to take care of her. Mm. And it was this kind of reality that this is gonna, this is gonna be tough on Corey. And so I, I would say that I probably had that positivity strength of like, I stayed pretty positive. I stayed really focused. I saw my role as creating space for Corey to connect with Brooklyn. Corey helped Brooklyn like all the time Mm. and it was just super, super sweet. And she was hooked up to oxygen. She had a feeding tube. We had to mix all of her feeds and her medicine and like have this, I mean, I had to replace her NG tube. It was was like full-time care, but I got to do that. And it was really, it was fun. It was my way of really connecting with Brooklyn. But what we realized is when she passed is like, that I and we moved into our house on the street a couple months after she passed. That that's really when the grief hit me, and it was really really hard. So I think I I don't know you're you're the expert on this stuff, Barbara, but I <laughs> my I think that positivity really carried me in the, my ability to serve my family, but it caught up to me and really kind of I I really I I got I got hit by a truck in the form of grief and struggle with depression and couldn't like get out of bed because it was just really, really hard for me to navigate the reality that my daughter wasn't there. And a little bit of my identity was gone because I was unable to care for her anymore because she just physically yeah. wasn't in our house. And so, yeah, so that's Brooklyn. She has radically changed our lives, though, and I think that... <laughs> I think some of the realities that I've come to, um, come to grips with are that we don't know how many days we have. And the Lord gave us more time with her than they thought they would give us. I mean, that's a clear gift from him. And as well, he's wired all of us in these really unique ways. And so I, I don't understand this a little bit of the mystery of life, why he's wired us in these unique ways. But with my, my kids that are in our house right now, with Lydia, with Wynne, with Tessa, I, for sure I'm super grateful for every day that we have with them it feels like a huge gift and it's really hard (laughs) because they're all unique little people and they're trying to figure out the world and push back on our boundaries and parenting and stuff but I, I think that it's been an absolute joy to see them develop and grow and get new interests and kind of try things out and figure out what they like and what they don't like and that's probably a an absolute I mean I love that's what I love about being a dad is getting to see these kids kind of knock up against walls sometimes figuratively sometimes in mm. really in reality <laughs> literally but seeing them grow in family like my daughter she no Lydia she tried out gymnastics and now she's she's diving and she absolutely loves it and it's I mean I didn't. Die. Corey dove in high school, and so she's. But just seeing her get really, really passionate about something, and get really, really, you know, laser focused on something that is unique and mm-hmm. fun and exciting is is a blast for me as a as a parent to see. So I know Corey loves getting to teach them and see them grow, like just in their skills and their knowledge on a day to day basis. And so I think back to your original question about. You know, the kids that Brooklyn definitely changed my perspective and, and slowed me down a little bit. I still have this propensity to be impatient and, and want things to change overnight and want things to happen very quickly. But she helped us slow down and also helped us realize that he stays a gift and helps me see that all these little humans are gifts. And for whatever reason, God gives. Two more on the way. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're gearing up for that. Wow! So.
0: Wow! Thank you so much for just your vulnerability and just sharing about Brooklyn. And I love just hearing just your father's heart for for her and for Corey and as a husband and, but just how she's shaped you and mm-hmm. I think like we were talking a little bit earlier, even like positivity like you said maybe i know as i talk with people sometimes with positivity it can be hard to to grieve cuz it's your inclination is to be positive which is amazing but i think when i think even as an outsider i just see the depth of just your love and your care and your your real empathy for others. I think like you've even just expressed of how it's, she's had her mark on you as you see these other precious children just as such gifts. And like you say, just every day is a gift. And I don't know. Thank you for sharing about that.
1: Yeah. No, I I think if I look back on things, there's a a clear, anger and frustration in the moment like when the ministry thing you know like vocational ministry thing didn't work out for me i was really angry but like maybe this is just how i'm wired and the way that god works with me but there's like this there is definite beauty and grace that has come out of these really tough life situations whether it's vocationally for me and then also with our family. There's no doubt in my mind we'd be parenting differently. We Brooklyn changed us forever. And she's a part of our family. She's on our wall. Our kids talk about her. She's obviously our my, my company name is a nod to her. There there's it God has used this terrible, terrible thing that was gut-wrenching in Many people, you know, it's, this is a, everybody's worst nightmare. And it was, it was a nightmare. It was really, really hard. And I mean, maybe this is the positive <laughs> <positivity> <laughs> thing. But I mean, I really, if I look back on this stuff and kind of, I'm just kind of talking to myself that when in the moment of these really hard things that God's really shaping and doing for, formative work in our hearts. And that's the opportunity, I think. Like whenever yeah. these really crummy things happen... That there's an the opportunity for for God to transform our hearts, and I'm grateful to have be surrounded by a bunch of people that point us to Christ and help encourage us and 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 support us as we have gone through this really tough stuff. And even I mean, as starting my own company in October, that was a that was a big leap for me. And we've had amazing support and it's good. It's great.
0: On a personal note, I. I appreciate the benefit of things God's forged in your life. And I just think about, you know, sometimes we say things and we don't know it's even a big deal to someone else. But that makes me cry to think about it. But um, last summer when our oldest daughter was moving away, just just four hours down the street, it's like not super far. But, you know, as a mom, we like our little chicks to all be nearby, but I remember you just saying, that makes me sad for you that she's moving. I mean, just the simple acknowledgement of that must be hard. And I don't know. I just appreciated that just entering into my pain of that moment. And I think, cause I think sometimes we can all be just busy in our own world, but I thought, yeah. Yeah. I think Brooklyn gets credit for, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I didn't know you before Brooklyn, but I just, I can just sense just the deep care that you have for others because of what you've been through. And so thank you. So. You're welcome. Thanks
1: Barbara. I mean, she, she definitely softened my heart. And I mean, I had this thing, this experience one time, I mean, we just, we, when we had Brooklyn at home, we never knew every day could be her last day. Like it was, we counted her days it was like this. When's the ball going to drop? It was a very, you might imagine, really anxious time. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like, I mean, number one, we've never had a kid before, never had a kid at home, and now she's on hospice, and we're trying to care for her. And they're like, "Well, you'll know when she's dying." I'm like, okay, well, we don't. <laughs> oh have to yeah. We're like we're not in the medical world. So I there were a couple times that I went into the office when we had her at home. And I was home one of those days, and Corey called me and said, "Hey, I think she's, I think she's dying." And um, I think, and I and I drove like insane speeds.
0: Yeah, I bet. from
1: my office, and I was going eighty-five miles an hour through a neighborhood. It's not safe. Legal disclaimer: I don't encourage that, or, or <laughs>
0: yeah, I, endorse that.
1: But like, it, it it helped me this perspective. Like, I can get like you know angry guy in the front yard. Like, Hey, slow down. And oftentimes, you know, it is some 16 year old that just got the car for the first time or whatever. And they're just, mm-hmm. you know, showboating and having fun. But like, also you never know what really is going on for people. And so that, I mean, going through these lived experiences has generated this. Yeah. I mean, I, I do Brooklyn helped me. I mean, we went through a lot, some really, crummy stuff at a young age to see that like life isn't just pretty perfect if you like go to school and you do the right things and you like, you know, yeah. Whatever. Like it you can you can quote unquote do a lot of the right things and life can turn out pretty poorly. So you just never know where people are. And yeah that's some of the gifts of the lasting gifts of Brooklyn for sure. So
0: well, I love The reminders of that and just hearing even just you as you think of those things and even just the impact of her mark in the world and on you and all those that knew her. This morning, I had a quick little interaction with two of your children on the sidewalk. And um, it was timely because I'm like, Hey Lydia, when tell me what you love about your dad cuz I'm going to talk to him and Lydia already knew what strengths were cuz you'd listen to one in the car with her and you know she's so articulate. She's you know the boss of the world. But it was fun just to even hear a little bit from them and one of the things that Lydia said is cuz I love it when I get to go to the store with my dad. And it was just so sweet. I'm like, why? And which she didn't really elaborate, but I'm sure just, you know, having your attention and just uh, what fun you make going to the store. I mean, she didn't give all the details, but I thought that was really fun. And then when I asked when he was like, I love it when he makes things with me. And y'all have different fun things that you like to make together?
1: Yeah. Um, so he he is definitely our slower, like, not like mentally. So he, he's just like, Lydia is like, she's a 10 out of 10 from the second that she wakes up to the, like, you know, two hours it takes her to wind down at night. Like it yeah. just is, <laughs> I mean, we put her in her room and it's, I mean, she's just still going. So when is he, he is, he's like a tender, sweet old soul. And so he he's is so like, sweet. He is amazing. And yeah, so we, he he likes all these projects like things that come in like the grandparents have bought them these like classic kind of old kid magazines and things like that that uh-huh. I used to get when I was a kid and and so he loves making stuff he loves us keeping like Amazon boxes which we have a ton of and so <laughs> he always wants my tape it's it's kind of our joke that like he loves tape and so uh, like literally we started to hide the tape from him because we are like dude like we need the tape using up all the tape and we. We got the tape out one time and he goes, where'd you get that?
0: One? <laughs> uh, Where were you hiding the stash?
1: Yeah. So he he loves making stuff and I, I love being with him. And it is just, he'll make anything. He don't, He doesn't care. He just wants to like just create and think through forts. And he's definitely a boy. My parents just got back from Europe and got him like this bow and arrow set. And he just like won't stop wearing it. And uh, so he's (laughs) just, he's very like, he goes into play world very quickly. And, you know, with these other girls, it's pretty fun to have a boy. Now we're going to have two more boys. Um, Mm. So it's going to get probably more of that kind of stuff. But he, I I would say that, I think the challenge for us with so many kids, and I think what I'm hearing through them, their feedback to you is that they, all value like just attention and yeah. and um and time. And so like that's one of the greatest gifts that I can give to them mm. is just being present with them and it's super hard running yeah. a business and having I mean just taking care of the house and doing whatever just normal stuff it's right. it's a lot. So Well I didn't are sweet get a, and I,
0: love I didn't get a chance to talk to Tessa but what do you enjoy doing with her she is So fun! I love that she likes to borrow all the dress-up clothes we have in our little box at home. She loves getting good mileage out of those.
1: Yeah i i love I love seeing her. She's very whimsical; like she floats. She (laughs) She did. She did a she just did a ballet recital, and I mean, like her her body, the way that she just like moves, is very floaty. And so she just loves like seeing dresses bounce and she bounces around. So I just, I just, I mean, I love kissing her cheeks. She's got very kissable cheeks. And I just love (laughs) seeing her dress up and float around. And so the hard part is, is like, if you watch her, or like, you have to kind of be a little sneaky because she likes to get in her own world and talk and sing to herself and bounce around. And so. I love this four year old age. Like it's a, it's a, a very, very fun age. So I, I would say for sure love playing in the pool with her. I also just love watching her foot. Like it is yeah. so much joy. Just like watching these kids. It's pro- maybe it's the individualization thing. Like just seeing yeah. these humans become their uniqueness, become your, your, their uniqueness. And, and to see that kind of on stage, like fully, is super super exciting for me. Mm. Um, and so, it's hard when I've got an agenda to like,
0: yeah, get something done. as a parent,
1: yeah, to get something yeah. done. But that those those things, those kids is well, I mean, they're the best.
0: I love just chatting with you and just seeing just how again, just God made you so wonderfully and uniquely, and hearing about that with your work, which. What a blessing for those clients to have you leading them and helping them think through so many important things and your coworkers that get, as one of them said, nobody's ever asked me what kind of food or drink I want at work, just your attention to them. and But then, especially as a husband and a dad, but I think of just the blessing of Who you are, how God made you, and your presence in their lives is such a gift. So hopefully these few weeks ahead, as Father's Day is around the corner, um, you'll um, be able to relish in that and just enjoy just the gifts of what being a father is. So thank you for for chatting with me. One last question I love to ask everybody. What has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face?
1: I think... I, I love giving the opportunity for people to like work, like employment. <laughs> it's like a, it, it's a, it's something I never, like you don't know until you do it. And so shout out Madison, Solomon and Catherine, my m- amazing team members. I, I, I love number one, they're incredible humans and I know that you, you know them well and your daughter, Rachel has been friends with them all in various stages of their, her life. It's been incredibly special to me to have the opportunity to create a place where these people want to come and work. And their time is really valuable. And and then it just brings me a ton of joy that like, okay, God wired me this way. And I felt a little crazy because I'm very kind of my approach to how we serve clients is very different in little ways and in big ways to how most people in the industry serve their their clients and and so i felt a little like off because for 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 many years but the the satisfaction i now get from serving the families in the way that i do and then alongside these other people that want to be a part of this with me Mm -hmm. brings me a tremendous amount of joy like it it puts a lot of gas in my tank and so i i have that's just a a fun maybe the developer part of me, like yeah. getting to bring these people into this industry. Some of them have had experience in it some of them haven't um, and get to um, really kind of draw out who they are and let them be who they are as all of them are parents, all of them are, oh, they're all married. And so they're all have family. So we're very like family centric and it's just, yeah. I mean, it, it, it feels like
0: it's it shouldn't feels, work, it's just
1: fun, huh? It's, it, yeah, it's. I mean, we definitely have work, and and it, but it doesn't. It, I, it, I don't, I'm trying to figure out what the oh, like it feels like a huge, huge gift that God is honoring and blessing this business. I mean, like he's blessing it, and and yeah. <laughs> and we and I get to invite people into that, and and it blesses them, and through experience in growth as people but also helps like put food on the table and that's super fun and mm-hmm. it's again something i would have never there's a lot of joy from
0: from all providing. those yeah all that coming yeah, together like somebody that.
1: like dignifying who they are and like giving them a job like it's super fun so mm. i i love that that's great
0: Well, thank you, Adam. This has been really fun. I appreciate you making time in your day. And it's just fun to get more glimpses into who you are and just how you're blessing the world with who you are. So thanks a lot.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, Barbara.
0: Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at C-U-L-W-E-L-L.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.